Frank Hickman back on the show. Tiger Muay Thai, head wrestling coach, coach of the stars. What's going on, man? Oh, not a whole lot, brother. Just uh, good to be back on the show. Always good to chat it up with you um, over here in Auckland. So I'm over here in New Zealand. Um, we got UFC New Zealand next week. We got Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder, Brad, the Quake Riddell, and my man Kai, Carl France, and then my girl Loma. And then we got Eternal before that. A lot of the boys are on an Eternal car, so I'm excited for that. And then I just got back from Houston with my man Justin Badman Taffa. Uh, had a great performance, man. I was thrilled. Very, very, very happy for him. Um, knocked out a tough one Adams in the first round in about two and a half minutes, if that. So it was good, man. It's been a good couple of days. Uh, Coach Eugene Behrman was in the running for Coach of the Year last night at the Halberg Awards. Um, I reckon he should have won. And Israel received the Male Athlete of the Year for New Zealand. So it's been a, it's been a good a good week, a good, you know, good week or so. And I'm looking forward to what's coming next, man. So, um, yeah, man, been busy, but it's been good. I see you're blowing up like, like I thought you would as always. <laughs> Kumite radio. Every time I turn around, you got somebody else. Trying man, trying to do my part, do my best. Now let's, let's get started with UFC 247. Last week you flew out to Houston, you Glenn Sparv, Gerard, all in the corner for Justin's fight. And uh, the big thing that I got out of that fight was uh, that Justin, he he wanted to prove that it wasn't his corner. It wasn't his coaches. A lot of people were doubting him and his choices. And he took the same people there and proved all the haters wrong. How big was that for you and, and the loyalty he has for you, your, uh, the coach? Yeah, man. I, nothing, nothing but good things to say about uh, my Uso Justin Toffa, man. He's 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 like a family to me. He is, um, so humble, quiet, hardworking, and like I said, man, I was just I was so thrilled and I was so happy for him. I was happy for his family, because as Samoans, man, everybody uh, as a family support, et cetera, et cetera. But man, like to them, it's different. Like I feel like. The whole families have been into it behind it. They're all watching. They get very emotional. They take it, you know, very serious. And I was just so happy for him. I'm very grateful that he ran it back with the same team like he said he was. Um, and he told me that, you know, after his last loss, he said, you know, I'm sorry, which you don't need to apologize. That's that's life. It happens. You know what I mean? It's a sport. He says we're gonna run it back. And I said, you know, fucking oath, we'll run it back. And he did. Uh, his brother Gerard. Glenn, me, um, he started his camp at Tiger. He was there for about a week and a half by himself. I came back just before New Year's Eve. Ty was out there helping him a little bit. And uh, we got to work. And we, we started working, you know, lifting with Woody, uh, wrestling, pads, etc. Um, and then I came over here to start helping the boys here. And he brought it. He came here. And uh, I was very fortunate that Coach Eugene, Dougie, Andre, all the boys at City Kickboxing, they allowed him to come over, you know. Uh, so he finished the camp here. And it was it, it was with his family, 
he had his kid, he had, he had everybody here. He had a lot of support. So we finished the camp here. Um, he looked great. Fight week, you know, he got out there. I got out there on a Wednesday. He rolled up a couple of days earlier than I did. And, man, he was he was focused all week. And you know how it is fight week. It's just it's real nerve-wracking. It's just you're there for one reason, and you're there early. So it just builds up, builds up, builds up. And then here we are on the main card, third fight on the main card before Valentina. And he was just focused, man. You know, he had told me that he was mentally, he was just ready to rock and roll. And, you know, he, he was, and he proved it. And uh, like I said, man, I was just thrilled for him because I think last time he didn't get caught up in the lights or anything like that, I don't think, but he just said he was looking for a big knockout and it, it backfired on him. You know what I mean? Like he said that maybe he was trying to put on a show or something and it, and it, and it, and it happens, but he, he took it like a man. You know what I mean? He, he said it, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, bro, is what it is. We'll run it. So this time, man, it was, ah, uh, it was perfect. You know, he stuck to the game plan. You know what I mean? He stayed relaxed, double jab, fake the two bridge with the three. And then his famous, uppercut he's got a hundred percent finish rate from it and i was real happy for gerard man his brother gerard was going nuts you know what mm -hmm. i mean so it was good it was really good afterwards you know laura sanko she took your shoes man and uh and drank uh, out of them yeah. <laughs> ty is a, my, another hey, breed huh that's my guy hey yeah for some reason yeah ty loves a good shoey and um yeah, she asked me. She said, could I borrow your shoes? And I said, oh, of course you can. And, yeah, they did a shoey. They did a Modelo straight out of my, my size 9 Reeboks uh, that the USC gives you and stuff. So um, I was happy for him that, he, that you know, he got some love from that. And he, he was on the camera, and she was all about it. You know what I mean? So she scolded. And then, of course, Todd just happened to be walking by, and he jumped in there. So it was good. It was good, good for those two because, you know, they've been – They've been training buddies, training partners for a long time coming up through Mark's camp. So, uh, and Ty came to support, which was big, man. So it was, like I said, it was a good night there. Have you done what do you think? Yeah. Me? Yeah. No, no. Oh, we'll tee one up. <laughs> uh, what, you know, what is uh, next for Justin, man? He, he pretty much went in there and had a flawless victory. Like probably nothing's wrong with him. Is he looking to just get back? you know, in that next pay-per-view in the summer in Australia? Or is he is he thinking, like, I need to get back as soon as possible and try to get a bonus? Because I was surprised he didn't get the bonus. Oh, I was gutted he didn't get the bonus, man. I, I really was. To be honest, when it happened, I, the first thing I thought, not the first thing, but I said, man, he's getting a bonus. He's definitely getting a bonus. Unless something crazy happens. And then Valentina won in the third round with some ground and pound. I knew we were safe there. And... John Jones, you know, won his fight and it went to a decision. So I, I honestly thought we kind of had it in the bag. But he was bummed he didn't get it. I think we all were, but, you know, um, no worries. We got the, we got our hand raised. He got his hand raised, and that's what, that's what it was about. What's next for Justin Toffer? I think um, he just took the week, relaxed a little bit, saw his family, et cetera. And then I think he's going to get back into training, uh, focus on everywhere, whether it's wrestling whether it's some groundwork, whether it's, you know, pads, whether it's his cardio, his strength, and et cetera. <clears throat> I think he would like to get on the Perth card. I know they're they're talking about it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be in Perth. 
And I do love Western Australia. Mm. Um, and I think that's going to be, they have chatted when Volk's going to defend his belt. So that would be phenomenal, man. That'd be awesome. Especially anytime one of the boys can fight in Australia mm. in front of their home crowd. It's always a plus. It's always a blessing. And like I said, Perth might be my favorite part of Australia. So it's good. <laughs> All right. Um, before we head into talking about UFC Auckland, I wanted to go back to the co-main event with Valentina. She spent some time at Tiger Muay Thai, and I saw that you worked yeah. with her a little bit. And, you know, everybody always talks about her striking, but her wrestling is legit, too. You know, from your expert eyes, what do you think? Well, I've never I've never really worked with Valentina on her wrestling. I worked with her sister, Antonina. Um, however, people think that her striking is phenomenal, but people don't understand how physical she really is. She's very strong. <clears throat> she's very athletic. She's very fit. She hits very hard. So <clears throat> I think a lot of times people don't understand. And she comes from a Muay Thai background where she's used to sweeps. She does really good sweeps, but she doesn't just sweep you. She'll sweep you on your head. You know what I mean? She's, she's a physical type build and her strength is something else. And I think a lot of people underestimate that. You know, I think this last girl kind of underestimated that. And I just, every time I've seen her fight, man, she's, she's so physical with what she does and she's so strong in every position that it's really hard to exploit her in certain, you know, positions, you know. So when I watch her spar and, and everything and I watch her work ethic and I watch what she does, man, she really is a true athlete and she really is a professional on how she goes about her training. Her and her sister, um, they put some time in up top, man. They really do put some hours in. And when I help her sister, Antonina, if we wrestle for an hour and a half, it's an hour and a half. It is not an hour, 10 minute break, this, that. It's full on, you know what I mean? And she tells me she doesn't want me to take it easy. She wants me to like wrestle her. So like I said, man, it's, it's something else. All right. Well, you're down in New Zealand, in Auckland. You're getting the boys ready at City Kickboxing. You're working with all of them. Um, the big fight is Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder, man. Uh, Dan, yeah. you know, just describe the the type of animal he is, man, in the in the training room. We know what he can do in the octagon, but he's a he's a he's a different breed compared to, let's say, even uh, Israel or Kai, right? Yeah, it's. It, he is different. Uh, I love helping all the boys, but um, I've been doing a couple like wrestling privates, not really wrestling privates. We've just been wrestling a bit more with, with Dan. And, um, and then, you know, on the sparring days, I don't, I don't enjoy sparring him, but we'll do like the grappling rounds. And he is different, man. He, he's a bully, but in a good way, you know what I mean? He's not like in practice trying to hurt you, but man, like sometimes I get like real nervous around him and stuff like that because he's all business. And he's, yeah, like I said, they, they call him the team captain and um, rightfully so because he's a bad white boy and just the energy around him is different. Like when you, you know, when I'm wrestling him or something like that, or, or when he's around, when he's in the room, when he's sparring or doing whatever he does, he, he brings like a different energy. Like I've heard his interviews with him. You've interviewed him. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> he's no nonsense. I'm going to hurt this dude. And that's what I'm looking forward to. 
You know what I mean? This is a sport where we people pay to watch people beat the shit out of each other. We pay top dollar to watch people get hidings and for people to give hidings. And that's one guy that I would not want to be on the receiving end of a hiding. And I think that main event is going to be something serious because I know Felder is going to bring his A game. I know Dan's going to show out in his front of his hometown. So it's going to be fireworks, man. I, I think this is the first time I've seen Dan that emotional, you know, about, you know, his opponent. It's, it's, it's not something that I've seen before. And, and, uh, it, can you see that in the training room, you know, in the camp? Like, how how bad he wants to, like, be violent in this fight? Yeah, um, I guess yes and no. Like I said, he, you know, he spars hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's, he's definitely, like he said, he's never, this is, his dream is always to be the main event, and he can main event in his hometown. You better believe he's bringing it. You know what I mean? You 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 got to think that oh this dude's coming, so just being around him and that energy and stuff is is definitely it's serious. And I know I've said that word a couple of times, but that's what it is. It's just it's it's all business with Dan. And um, yeah, last couple of days, and then it's fight week. You know what I mean? So it's Friday over here in New Zealand. Uh, last couple of days, and then it's fight week, and then it, it'll just build up, build up, build up, and then. Sunday is when they go to war, and I couldn't be more couldn't be more excited for this card. <clears throat> Brad, he's making his second appearance in the octagon coming up, and uh, he's a yeah. guy that uh, a lot of people have been talking about for a long time. And he did have that fight of the night back in uh, Melbourne. Uh, this time out, you know what? What can we see something different from him, from Brad? Um, how has it been looking? Oh. <laughs> Brad's the angriest man I know. Um, he's another guy who is business. Works his ass off, man. Day in and day out. Doesn't, never not gives you 100%, you know, whether it's wrestling or sparring or he's grappling or it's a workout he's doing or he's on the pads. When he's hitting pads, you can hear him in the other room. Like I can hear him from the couch in the lobby when he's hitting pads, like with, with, you know, coach Eugene, he's putting everything he's got into it. And he's, he's, I think he's just a phenomenal technician. You know, I look at wrestling and there's guys I see in wrestling who are really good technicians and that's what I like. And then Brad is a technician when it comes to striking. So watching him and the stuff he can do, you know, it's, it's like, I'm in awe. It's kind of like an art watching an art. And I get to see that day in and day out. I get to, you know, when we wrestle, it's the same thing. It's just scrap. It's just, it's like a bull in a china shop, man. You better come ready to go. It's not no half warm-ups. I'm there early warming up. I'm tying my shoes up. I'm taping them because we're going to deep waters. And you never got to worry about Brad not giving you 100% because he's always going to give you 100%. And I think this fight with him is going to be another one that's going to be good because this, this Dagestan, he's tough. You know, I'm a little dirty on this dude because he, he did my boy dirty. But I think Brad's going to get it back for him. You know, he's going to, again, another one that's going to put on a show in front of his home crowd. And it's it's going to be a war. Because the one he had in Melbourne was, 
he emptied his gas tank. You know, he full he was on his knees and he full through that shot from his knees, man. That was the, I've never I've never seen something like that. And if at that point, if you didn't know who Brad Riddell was, you should have already. Now you you definitely know who he was, because that's something that you can't write up. That dude goes to the last bell. A couple weeks after that, UFC 248, Israel, he defends his title against Yoel Romero. And uh, this is something that I've been wanting to ask you for a long time, man, is talking about Yoel Romero and his wrestling, mm. Cuban wrestling. You know what I mean? Talk, Give yeah. us your insight on Cuban wrestling. My insight on Cuban wrestling is pretty, is you got to look at somebody's credentials. Credential-wise, he could probably be the best wrestler credential-wise credential-wise, in the UFC. He was an Olympic runner-up in 2000, and he was a world champ in 1999. He beat Satyev in 99, lost to him in the finals in 2000, but they say the Russians paid him off, but nobody really knows. So credential-wise, yes. Wrestling for MMA is different, um, but he's explosive. He's a physical specimen. Um, just look at him, man. He looked like he's chiseled from Zeus, you know what I mean, himself. So uh, from that aspect, he can be scary and he can look scary, and the things he can do is scary. Uh, however, I think Israel, and this is me, this is my opinion, I just think Israel is too smart. I think he's too crafty for him. I think that a lot of people are saying to Izzy, oh, this is a dumb fight, why did you take this fight? But like Israel said, for him this fight is about nobody wants to fight Yo Romero. You know what I mean? Well, I'll fight him. So that speaks volumes. And, and when you're a wrestling coach and you're fighting a, a wrestler – you're always going to be nervous, you know what I mean? Because, like, first thing they say about Yo Romero is his wrestling. Everybody knows the dude can wrestle, so I'm already on eggshells, you know. Um, so, but nothing's changed, man. It's, you know, they said the same thing about Brunson, who's my boy. They said the same thing about Whitaker, about Gasolum, that he can, you know, he's a wrestler, et cetera. So, and they are, they're, and they're good. So nothing there changes. It's the same stuff. We focus on this, this, this. You know, Andre, the wrestling coach here at City Kickboxing, done a phenomenal job um, with on, you know, with with Israel at this point and how far he's come with his wrestling and, and everything. And again, when I come in, I just give like a different look. And yeah, man, we just wrestle, get as many positions as we can, feel as many different positions. Okay, this works. This doesn't really work. Let's try this. Well, this knows that let's focus on this. You know what I mean? Just just sampling them out and just trying things like that. And it's everybody comes together, you know, coach, you know, Eugene's there watching, Andre's there with the, all the so everybody's coming together and it's just the same thing. It's just but when you have a, somebody who's a phenomenal striker like Israel, it makes things that much more interesting. Mm -hmm. And wrestling is is different from wrestling. Wrestling in MMA is different. You know what I mean? And I learned that when I moved to Thailand. It is. When you got kicks and punches and heels and elbows coming at you, and somebody who, who's in and out and bang, bang, the next thing you know, he's cutting an angle. That's a whole different scenario. You know what I mean? It's a lot of stuff coming at you. Um, that's what makes the sport of MMA so great. So, But 
<laughs> to answer your question, yeah, man, it's just, it's, to think about his credentials is, is, is scary because of what he's accomplished. You know what I mean? He's at the highest level in in wrestling. You know what I mean? To win a world championship in wrestling is harder to win than the Olympics because there's more countries involved. To be an Olympian is hard enough, but to make the finals, that's the pinnacle of sports. But I said it before and I'll say it again. Israel is a new breed. This is his time. And I'm going to be nervous as always, like I always am leading up to it. You know what I mean? For all the boys when they fight. Um, but fireworks, what can you say about that? That's a fireworks fight. You know what I mean? They did a little press conference down in Houston when we were there. It was cool. You saw the dance battle. Went down, went pretty good. Um, went back and forth a little bit with each other. But uh, when he was, man, and he went to LA and he went from LA to Houston and Houston, I'm right back here and he started training again. You know what I mean? He's he's focused, same as always, you know, work, hard work, work, hard work. So what do you think about Romero's wrestling? He doesn't use it. Like in his last few fights, he never uses his wrestling. So it's almost like, is he going to use it this it, time or not? It's like a, you know, it's a, it's but, a, but, what is it? Russian roulette that, with the wrestling. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Is he, but remember when he came out Southpaw against Whitaker the first time, yeah. the second time he came out Orthodox. Mm-hmm. So you got that. So then mm-hmm. now it's, oh, he hasn't used his wrestling, but maybe in the back of his mind, he's thinking, oh, this guy can't wrestle. So I'm definitely going to try to wrestle. So maybe he's going to come out and he's just going boom, four, 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 four. But so you got to be ready for everything. You still got to cross your T's and dot your I's, which is, you know, which is what the, what we do, was, which is what he, Israel does. He does his homework. You know what I mean? He does his homework. And a lot of wrestling. It should be called City Wrestling because as much wrestling as we do over there, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, that's crazy, isn't it? Everybody thinks... Oh, he doesn't use his wrestling, but is he going to use his wrestling? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So you, you, you're weighing your options, but you just could, you just focus on the things you can control and the rest will take care of itself. Like I said, I think the level of striking Israel is at and how smart he is and how he thinks. And it's like a chess game to him. It's, it's going to be good. I mean, I'll tell you what, I, I'm excited for the fight before that one too. Oh, the the girls. Uh, the girl. Oh man, that girl from yeah, the girl from China is. Mm. She's something else. She's something else. And Joanna is seasoned, man. She's been in it a long time. She's very talented. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a firecracker. I reckon the winner of that should fight my girl Loma. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, idealistically, <laughs> for the team, yeah. right? Yeah, for the team. Now, going back to that fight. Cardio and the age, how big of a factor do you think that's going to be? Because I feel like, you know, like Israel always says, he's the new breed. He's the young buck. Uh, Yoel's 40. He's in his 40s, man. It's like, can he last into the third, fourth, fifth with Israel? He did 10 rounds with, with Rob Whitaker. You know what I mean? So he's got it in him. Was it, was his cardio tip-top shape? I don't think it was. Was he younger then? He was, so he's going to be a bit older. But still, man, I think he cuts a lot of weight. I know he cuts a lot of weight. He's missed weight a couple times. It's no secret. He cuts a lot of weight. So 
the deeper rounds, when you get into that deep water, that's going to play a factor. So, and Izzy's shape's going to be on point. You know, um, it's it, it always is. That dude can go for days. I think the age will be a little bit of a factor, but you can't really say that either because, you know, Mark Hunt was still knocking dudes out of his age. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's that. But again, man, it's just, it'll be exciting. Definitely. Now for you, you know, you're going to stay there for a couple more weeks, get them ready. Yep. And then what's the plans for you for the next couple of months? Uh, next couple of months. Um, after the Vegas card, I'll go back to Phuket. Uh, focus there, get you know, get the ball rolling again with my brother. Um, I'm very fortunate that Tiger lets me come out here and work with the boys. I'm very fortunate the city brings me back out. Um, so I'll go back. Focus, you know, guys are coming through. You know, I know Merrick's there right now. Khalil's got his fight at the end of in Columbus at the end of end of uh, April. So that's going to be. Or in the March, excuse me. That'll be a big one. Um, some of the boys, I think we got, you know, Casey's got a fight in Eternal. Probably got some One Warrior Series come up and stuff like that. So just just get back to the land of smiles, get back working, and then start thinking about Valk's next one, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's his next – when's that going to be in Perth, you know, and then we'll, we'll start figuring out some training for that and stuff like that. Valk actually just got in today to Auckland. He coming over a week early to help the boys out in that, do what he can. Says a lot about his character. Um, so, yeah, man, just just try to keep the ball rolling. You know what I mean? Just just keep this momentum rolling. Keep getting better. Keep learning. Try to keep evolving. Keep growing the sport. Keep, keep putting the boys on the map. You know what I mean? They keep doing good. We all, you know what I mean? One does good, we all do good. You know, one eats, we all eat. Mm-hmm. and it's it's good man so get back to work but i wouldn't call it work because i haven't worked a day since 2017 you know what i mean <laughs> since the day i walked out that car dealership boy i ain't worked a day since 2017 i say that all the time like kidding but yeah. it's it's true man it's true i'm fortunate to get up i get i get up and i'm helping the, the wimster warriors now so i'm up at like 4 30 what we do a 5 15 to 6 30 a 6 45 to 8 o'clock class and then we have our regular training we get into. And like I teach wrestling and help athletes at the highest level and cut about with them all day and travel the world. Like, man, I'm this shit is for me. I love it. Well, you're you're doing a great job, man. And uh, hey, oh, because you. of that, you got so many guys coming through Tiger, like high level guys from all over the world, <clears throat> UFC guys rising you know bellator whatever you know whatnot and 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 that's because of you know you and your brother and and everybody else that's working hard man to spread the word appreciate the time frank um you know we'll definitely catch up uh in the next couple months and uh good luck on everything and anything you're doing man in your life Uh, i appreciate it man always good to speak with you john uh you always reach out to the boys so um glad to see you blowing up my brother 